Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you are listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your week. In this episode, our guest is Elizabeth Brink, and she will be sharing how you can get organized if you have ADHD. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, how does being surrounded by piles affect you? How does it make you feel? So, of course, I went out there and did a little bit of research and found some statistics. And ADHD Bing said that males are three times more likely to be diagnosed with ADHD than females. During their lifetimes, 13% of men will be diagnosed with ADHD. Just 4.2% of women will be diagnosed. The average age of ADHD diagnosis is seven. Symptoms of ADHD typically first appear between the ages of three and six. And ADHD isn't just a childhood disorder. About 4% of American adults over the age of 18 deal with ADHD on a daily basis, which is why I wanted Coach Elizabeth Brink, who helps women, especially mothers with ADHD, get unstuck. Her clients are building the skills to coach themselves through personal, through their personal and professional lives. She also is a mama who has ADHD along with her own tales of motherhood with a differently functioning frontal lobe. Coach Elizabeth is trained and mentored by some of ADHD's coaching greats. And before coaching, she enjoyed a career in project management and employee engagement in big tech nonprofits and for a boutique strategy consulting firm. She understands what it's like for women with ADHD in the workplace and adding the difficulties of working while caregiving. Coach Elizabeth lives in Kansas City, Missouri, with her husband and two young children who keep her busy and entertained. So sit back, take notes, and listen to my conversation with Elizabeth Brink. Well, listeners, I am excited because we're getting into the holiday season. But before we do, this episode is for all of you who are out there and you may be struggling with ADHD, which is why I brought the expert in and her name is Elizabeth Frank, ADHD coach of Thriving Sister Circle. So Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. It's so great to be here. So before we get started in all the questions, the strategies, et cetera, what made you decide to um, do this? You know, people with ADHD are often battling a lot of feelings of shame and hopelessness that they'll ever be able to manage a life with less chaos, not without chaos, but less. And as a woman with ADHD myself and a mother, I've seen how transformative coaching and other supports can be in managing the symptoms of ADHD. And so I just feel really passionately about other women and especially moms having access to support. 
How can you tell, first of all, how, like someone does have ADHD? I mean, what are, is there certain symptoms or is there something that people should go and get a diagnosis for? Yeah, so no two people with ADHD are quite alike. ADHD has a lot of what we call travel buddies. There's a lot of coexisting conditions that come along with ADHD. But if you're struggling and you feel like you can't remember a time in the past that you've been, that you weren't struggling with staying on task, completing something that you started, creating structure for yourself and maintaining it, managing negative emotions, um, moving through transitions in your day or your week. If you lose chunks of time and you're not really sure what you were doing, if you overshare, if you interrupt a lot or talk too much, you might want to go ahead and explore if you have ADHD. Some of the things that you're experiencing might be explained by that, but you really need to find a professional who truly understands ADHD. And if you're a woman, it's really important that they be somebody who understands what it presents like for women, because it doesn't look like uh, the rambunctious boy in the classroom. Many women are inattentive ADHD, so they are more likely to lose track of time and be kind of looking off out the classroom window or twirling their hair and, you know, planning elaborate events in their head. Um, so it's really important that you talk to somebody who understands it, who understands it in women. And, and one other note about that is that often girls are not diagnosed. And so it usually will take into adulthood honestly, a major like hormonal event like pregnancy or menopause for a lot of women to be diagnosed because of the effects of estrogen on dopamine, which is a whole other science class. But because of that, it can actually make the symptoms of distractibility and impulsivity and all of those things even worse. And so a lot of women at that point are like, something is going on. I don't know what is going on. And they'll discover that it's ADHD, but often first they'll get a diagnosis of depression, anxiety, bipolar, all kinds of things can kind of look like ADHD or travel alongside it. So it's really helpful to find someone who understands and can explore that with you. So you were talking a lot about mom. So now that of course a lot of women and, and all of us are really like sheltering in place and we're not only living at home, we're working at home, but we're also, you know, homeschooling. How does someone deal with that and also manage their ADHD? So, you know, creating organization and structure is something that most individuals with ADHD cannot do on their own, but really need it and often don't like it. It's kind of a funny, tricky thing to navigate but it's really necessary in order to manage the symptoms and be able to reach your goals and do the things that you want to, to do and accomplish. So I found that there's kind of two keys to organizing with ADHD. And, and really it, it doesn't just apply to organizing, but just to like managing your life. And the first one is really knowing yourself, being curious about you, because the symptoms of ADHD, they impact people very differently. So identifying your sp specific challenges with focus and organization, time management and memory, that can really help you to find a solution for your problem that works for you. And then the second key, I think, is really practicing being flexible. So Often I hear those with ADHD describe kind of a fear of veering off the path, making a mistake. The ADHD brain loves 
innovating. It's very creative. Sometimes we overcomplicate things, but it's a very it can be a very creative um, path to problem solving. But many people will spend a lot of time, a lot of energy and money to create a system based on what somebody else said they should do. And then they don't stick to it. It doesn't work for them. And this leads to even more shame messages. Things like, I'm messy. I'll never get my act together. If I could spend that much money and not use that thing, then there's no hope for me. But those messages, I see them, they get louder and louder the more money that you've invested in something that did not work. And so if we can practice being flexible in our thinking, then when something doesn't work, we can learn from it and say, okay, what didn't work about that? Or how could I customize it for myself? I recently had a client who got this template online for meal planning, and she was super excited about it. And she set it all up. She did the meal planning. She filled it in, and then she didn't stick to it. And she was so frustrated with herself. And you know, she just was like, this is, I, I'm terrible at meal planning. I just, it's not for me. I hate meal planning. And when we talked it through, she realized that really the issue for her was that that meal plan template didn't have a space on it for her to write in when her husband was going to work late. And on nights that he worked late, she didn't want to make a complicated meal because she's on duty with her kids alone. And so she used that same template, but she just got stickers out of the like craft drawer and put stickers on the nights that she knew her husband was going to work late. So at a glance and then when planning, she could be like, okay, that's an easy meal night or breakfast for dinner. <laughs> and so that's flexible thinking is saying this thing was intended to function in one way. This is the rules for using this thing. How can I make it work for me? Give yourself permission to do it in a way that works for you so that your life feels less chaotic. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up because I try to tell people that even with organizing, you have to kind of change as your life changes. You know, you may be single, now you're married, you have children. But I said, even with me, when I was in my 20s, you know, I liked my shoes and boxes. But now that I'm older, I need to see them because I forget little things. So I'm glad you really put that in because then sometimes people do get frustrated. They get a system and they think it's the perfect system and everybody else is, you know, successful with it. But I'm not. So then there must be something wrong with me. So I'm glad you really mentioned it, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. So as we head into the holidays, and, and I know you know you're a wife, you're a businesswoman, you're a mom. What are some things that maybe maybe a couple of tips that people can take with them, not only in the holiday, but in the new year as well? So I'm finding that a lot of women with ADHD find themselves loaded with the extra task, the extra labor of making holidays special, making birthdays special. And so we will go to great lengths to do all the things that nobody cares about, <laughs> but we're convinced that we're making perfect memories for everyone around us. And what that can lead to is that holiday burnout feeling that not filtering and not planning and budgeting by your energy, not just your time and saying, yes, maybe there's all this space on your calendar to fill in events and obligations, but what about your energy when you're looking at that calendar? So I find that for a lot of my clients, it's really necessary that they actually schedule in downtime. And that would be my biggest point of, of advice or you know suggestion of just like find a way to schedule in downtime. Some of, some of your listeners do not schedule anything. 
and schedules are very hard. That's okay. But start to ask yourself some questions that can help you discover, am I feeling burnt out and what do I need to do about it? Because often, especially if you have ADHD, you're just trucking along, going, 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 and then you crash. And what you can do along the way is say, how am I feeling today? How, how do I feel about taking on that other responsibility? And a lot of people, you need to ask someone else. You need to have somebody else in it with you to say, this is what's on my plate this fall. What do you think? I want to, I want to host this party. What do you think? And I know it's COVID, so it's a little different this year, but there's still going to be tons of Zoom parties and tons of, you know, if you're in a place where the weather's decent, there's going to be a lot of things people are going to try to do creatively to maintain that holiday feeling. And so I think, you know, it's an, it's a great opportunity to kind of reinvent what the holidays mean to you. And you could spend some time thinking about what do I want to feel like when I look back at Thanksgiving time or the, the, the winter holidays? How do I want to feel when January comes? What, what are those words? Not just like, I want to feel good, but actually picking several words of feelings. I want to feel grounded. I want to feel rested. I want to feel energized. And then saying, okay, well, what do I do in December to help me feel rested and energized in January? And then post it everywhere you can. <laughs> Put it up wherever you can. Tell other people this is your goal and really try to protect some time for your brain to decompress. We know from neuroscience that when we sustain high chronic stress, our brain functioning is reduced. And it's really important that we find ways to take care of our brain. And that does involve rest. It doesn't mean sleep necessarily, but it does mean finding ways to rest and let your brain recharge itself. And then my only other tip is to drink a lot of water. It does so many good things for you. It's naturally anti-anxiety. It's it, our bodies need, need it so much more than we ever give it. So I would just say, if you have one goal this holiday season, it's like drink more water, drink more water. You know, there were so many things you said and I wrote them down and you said budget your time, your, your energy and your time. And I don't think people really do that um, because you know, I'm my girlfriend, she, she loves, she throws great parties. And she's very detailed in regards to the appetizers and all of the decorations. And pre-COVID, you know, my goddaughter was having her what we call trunk parties, you know, get her prepared for college. And there were a lot of things that she felt bad because she didn't do. But it was just because she kept piling things on. Oh, I saw this and I want to do this and I want to do this decoration. But my goddaughter was so happy because the weekend of the, the trunk party, it was a really bad rainstorm. But people came out anyway. And because at first my goddaughter was like, nobody's going to come through all of this rain and hurricane and hurricane warnings. But everybody showed up. Everybody took their shoes off. And we just kind of really had a great time. And I think, you know, because you said, you know, plan in that time. And then also, what do I want to feel like afterwards? People don't think about that. They're so busy trying to, you know put, you know, decorate the entire outside of the house so what it takes like four or five weeks and then you're exhausted for six weeks, but they don't care. So those were some really great tips, Elizabeth. Oh my goodness. I could talk to you forever, but <laughs> I think you can. I would love that. Uh, but I definitely will have you back. So how can listeners connect with you? 
So you can find me um, on my website is thrivingsistercoaching.com. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. I'm probably more on Instagram at Coach Elizabeth Brink. And then you also can find me in the ADHD Enclave, which is a private community for women with ADHD. And there's a special area for moms with ADHD where you can connect in a way. Um, it's not on Facebook. And it's, um, it's just a great community where people are learning together how to manage the stress and the overwhelm of our symptoms with ADHD. And of course, listeners, you know, as always, I will have a direct link to our guest website on the show page. So Elizabeth, thank you so much again for taking time out your schedule to be with us. Thank you, Gina. This was so much fun. That was a delightful interview with Elizabeth Brink. And as I said, I'm going to have her come back. So now we're going to transition into Taylor's tip time, and I'm just going to kind of give you a few tips if you have ADHD on how you can be more organized. Number one, just decide on one area you want to organize. It could be a desk, it could be the top of a dresser, it could be the top of the kitchen counter. Create a system that will allow you to stay on top of information and things. It could be something as simple as getting a basket or getting a bin. Um, Number three, use a visual system. You know, for your shoes, maybe you are not a person who wants their shoes in shoe boxes, but maybe on a shoe rack. So consider that. Number four, schedule an hour to focus. Get a timer out. Just do an hour, maybe do all the red shoes, do all the flat shoes, do all the sneakers. And of course, the last tip is just get started. You know, mark it on your calendar, schedule in a time and get started. Maybe you're ready to live an organized life. I offer virtual sessions because if you have been working on getting organized and you feel you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear the clutter and get organized. Let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. All you have to do is go to my contact page at janetmtaylor.com, schedule a free 15-minute session. Because a lot of times you may not need like five hours, 10 hours, 20 hours. Maybe you just need like a 60 minute session with me so I can see your space, give you some strategies, your game plan, and you can take charge of that project. So again, go to JanetMTaylor.com. And maybe you're a small business consultant and you've been feeling lost and overwhelmed with social media. You've been procrastinating when it comes to maybe starting your own podcast. And sometimes you just got all these ideas floating around in your head. I can help you, you know, start a podcast, you know, manage your social media, create a social media influence, or maybe help you create profitable partnerships with companies that complement what you offer. So make sure you go to JanetMTaylor.com. Go to my services and click on strategize and organize or better yet, go to the show page. It is the easier way to click it so you can read it so we can connect and have a conversation. I definitely want to thank you for following me on social media. Continue to follow me on Instagram. Continue to 
you know, follow me on Twitter, share, retweet, and also continue to follow me on my YouTube channel, which I hope to be shortly really adding more videos. And of course, I want you to check out my Pinterest page. And I have a board specifically for ADHD and some tips on how you can be more organized. Well, you know what today is? Are you saying it? I can hear you all saying it. <laughs> it may be Monday, it may be Wednesday, it may be Saturday where you are, but it's time for my Toss It Tuesday tip. And my tip this week is toss the notes that you no longer need. You may have them in your pocketbook, your wallet. You may have them in a drawer. You may have them on your dresser. You may have them on a bulletin board, but toss all those notes that you no longer need. My app suggestion for this week is Evernote. You've heard me mention it before, but I think it's great because it allows you to have notebooks, different notebooks, but a digital notebook. Because you know, sometimes when you take notes in a notebook and you write it down and then you've got to flip through the pages trying to figure out where the information is, Evernote allows you to do that digitally. So check it out. You can have it on your tablet. You can have it on your phone or your laptop. My product suggestion this week is try erase sticky notes because maybe you want to leave a note by the door, by the closet, you know, in the garage. You can just post it up there, write it, and it's reusable so it's environmentally friendly. So check that out. Check out my repurpose page because, you know, you've probably got things around your home and you can repurpose them and give them new life. And my book selection for this week is Organizing Solutions for People with ADHD. And it's a revised and updated edition and it's tips and tools to help you take charge of your life and get organized. Again, Organizing Solutions for People with ADHD. And of course, my quote for this week is, I can't change the direction of the wind, but I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. And if you've got a question, send me a question. Post it below if I've, this is posted on social media or better yet, send me a voicemail through the podcast page. And of course, if you have show ideas, I'm working on 2021 schedule already. So continue to have a great day. Continue to have a great week. So again, thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends and on your social media network. Please visit my website at www.ginagantilla.com. And until next time, have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.